Thank you for joining us for Seton Reflections, a podcast brought to you by the National Shrine of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Emmonsburg, Maryland. You can read these reflections at setonshrine.org or subscribe to these weekly emails and get them sent directly to your inbox. This week our episode is called The Annunciation, Saying Yes to God in Hard Times with Mother Seton, and is written by Lisa M. Henley. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done unto me according to thy word. How easy is it to profess our faith and try to conform our lives to God's will when all is well and life is going according to plan. In times like these, I rise early each morning to pray. I recite the Angelus in my sacred space at home, followed by my own yes, God, when I commit to the day to do thy Father's will. My personal renewal of the Blessed Mother's yes along with my other daily devotions, are especially joyful when my life is simple and normal. But lately, my family life has been anything but simple or normal. My aging mother's health crisis has been increasingly complex, and the rest of my life is filled with stress and worries. My daily prayers sound like a laundry list of woes, spat out with my arms outstretched as I plead to God for relief. I should know better than to do this in prayer, but when the problems mount, I can't help but complain to God like Job, who famously lamented, I have no peace nor ease, I have no rest, for trouble has come. During the season of Lent, it seems I have a million and one reasons to withhold my yes to God. So for me, the solemnity of the Annunciation couldn't be more perfectly timed. The Catechism of the Catholic Church describes Mary's pivotal moment, the event that we celebrate on this solemnity in this way. At the announcement that she would give birth to the Son of the Most High without knowing man, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Mary responded with the obedience of faith, certain that with God nothing will be impossible. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to thy word. My guess is that when Mary said yes, she was afraid and didn't totally understand what was to come. Nevertheless, she trusted wholeheartedly in God's will and participated fully and spotlessly in the divine plan for the salvation of the world. Despite her tender age and personal circumstances, Mary, later accompanied by St. Joseph, gave herself completely to God in total trust. It is this outlandish, incomprehensible, marvelous yes we celebrate each year on March 25th. The Gospel passage for the Solemnity, the first chapter of St. Luke, describes that first fiat, and recalls a few words of encouragement from the angel to Mary that we can also rely on when we say yes to God. The Lord is with you. Do not be afraid. Nothing is impossible for God. As I walk alongside St. Elizabeth Ann Seton this Lent, immersed in her voluminous correspondence, I've received the gift of her fiat to emulate during my own personal trials. Elizabeth's letters provide a compelling look inside the heart of a woman who knew great joys, but also intense struggles. Whatever the circumstances, her deep faith is always evident in her writings, as highlighted in a letter she penned to her close friend Julius Scott in October 1801. Even before she converted to Catholicism, while her husband's business was crumbling and his death was almost upon them, this young wife and mother had the conviction to confide in her friend, She wrote, Thy will be done. 
Oh, Julia, what a comfort and support those four little words are to my soul. I have repeated them till they are softened to the sweetest harmony. They recall the deathbed scene of my own father, and I counted his dying pulses so long to that time that whilst repeating them, I can imagine I still hold his hand. Surely in my last hour, my heart will lean on them. Trust in God's providence and his divine will are hallmarks of Mother Seton's life and legacy. Elizabeth offered her profession of faith on March 14, 1805 at St. Peter's Church in Lower Manhattan, and a few weeks later, on March 25, 1805, she celebrated the Annunciation by receiving her first Eucharist. When she was sealed with the Sacrament of Confirmation a year later, she took Mary as her confirmation name opening a lifelong door to her patroness, the Blessed Mother. Perhaps it is fitting, then, that Mother Seton and her sisters always renewed their religious vows annually on March 25th, the Solemnity of the Annunciation. Mother Seton's surrender to God's will was not a decision to cloister herself. Her sisters of charity lived a mission of faith and trust, carrying grace, encouragement, and hope to those most in need. God has given me a great deal to do, she once wrote to her friend, and I have always and hope always to prefer his will to every wish of my own. The great challenge and opportunity of the Annunciation, especially in the context of Lenten fasting, almsgiving, and prayer, is the possibility for a true conversion of heart. Indeed, it was in St. Elizabeth Ann Seton's most desperate hour of need, following the premature death of her beloved husband, that she found consolation and ultimate solace in the true presence of Jesus Christ. Recently, I came across Mother Seton's writings on the presence of God, written for her community, that have helped me unite my morning yes to a more faithful following of Mary's fiat, especially on my most difficult of days. I offer it here as an encouragement for your own personal yes, as we journey together the Lenten season beyond the passion of our Lord toward the glory of his resurrection. Mother Seton wrote, Much depends also on our first waking thought if we give them faithfully to God and resist our distractions before they take possession of our mind, we will find it much easier to do it the remainder of the day. The best way to do this is to store our heart with exclamations. My God, I open my eyes but for you and to love you. St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, even in moments of poverty, loss, and death, followed Mary's example with grace, courage, and a mission to serve others. May this be the same yes you and I strive for in our personal mission, even when times are particularly tough. Mother Seton, patroness of those who struggle yet persist, pray for us.